the person who gets the most done has the least excuses. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we bring you guests from all around the globe that are going to inspire, motivate, and educate you to live rich from the inside out. <laughs> and you are going to be moving forward into a new dimension because today's guest, she is going to bring full of energy and enthusiasm to this podcast, and you are going to be taking away strategies and tips that you can start implementing. So, born in Slovakia, Lenka Luntonska moved from the UK at the age of 19 with a dream to change the world. From humble beginnings working for McDonald's, she is now an international business mindset strategist for women entrepreneurs, an international trainer in NLP, a professional speaker, a passionate believer in every woman's right to have a life and business she truly loves. Author of Energetic Selling and Marketing, Lenka has also been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, and other international business publications and has been described by many as deeply knowledgeable and an inspirational trainer and coach. Serving clients from over 30 countries, Lenka spurs women coaches and change makers into action by helping them to marry business strategy and energy in order to create extraordinary results and growth in their businesses. She is also the creator of the Extraordinary Growth Academy, where she guides women to turn their passion for making a difference into thriving, multiple six and seven figure businesses. And as a mother of three active boys and a committed family woman, Lenka relishes challenges, varied work life offers. So welcome, Lenka, to the show. You have so many accolades and so much knowledge. I am so excited to share that with our audience today. Thanks so much for having me, Deborah. I'm so happy to be here. So when we talk about energetic selling, I just want you to um, tell us a little bit about what it is, but a little bit more about how you even got to the point of energetic selling, you know, Absolutely. starting from McDonald's to energetic selling it just seems like a little bit of an extreme so i'd love for you to tell us more about that absolutely so in a nutshell energetic selling to me it's about how to use our personal energy to sell and market way more effectively in other words if it really simplifies how to apply ourselves so it comes from within because i'm sure you can appreciate and your listeners can appreciate that uh, we instinctively know whether we want to buy from someone or not. And some sometimes even when it just makes sense that uh, we need that, but with something, something doesn't sound right or we just don't feel it and we have got a barriers. And on another occasion, we just buy because pure emotion. So I essentially energetic selling is about uh, how to apply what I call um, the uh, most powerful currency on the planet, and that is our own personal energy to growing our businesses. Now, how I came about, uh, how I came about that? Well, um, 
I've, I've been in the business for a while. So uh, you hear from my accent, I originally come from Slovakia. I uh, moved to England when I was just 19 because I refused to go down the academic path that my family uh, chose for me. And I knew I wanted to work with uh, people in some capacity. I just, uh, I, I knew I wanted to be in a helping field, didn't know how. Uh, so when I came here to London, I uh, had to start somewhere. So uh, started as a cleaner in McDonald's. And um, uh, luckily, you know, McDonald's is one of those great companies when you work hard, <laughs> they, they reward you. So I climbed the ranks uh, very quickly, but I learned in the time whatever I could about uh, human psyche. So I studied uh, counseling, psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, then NLP, and uh, eventually uh, left the job. By the time uh, I was, you know, fairly established on their ranks, uh, quite high up, uh, and uh, starting my, my own business, you know, just helping others, and I became what you call accidental entrepreneur <laughs> because I didn't have a cues when I started. <laughs> um, so um, that made me to really risk and. Um, what many of us entrepreneurs have to do. So I sold everything I acquired by then from my house to car to everything to be able to find my new business. Uh, but it worked out within the several years I was running a fairly, very successful um, training consultancy only to lose it very rapidly because of one unhealthy business decision and business partnership. And uh, that created a huge, huge earthquake in my life in my psyche uh, where you know I uh, thought now I know better I've been in business now for six years I'm a bit experienced I've done it once I can do it again let's do it again and I couldn't Deborah I couldn't um, so as much as I was trying to do all the things that we've been taught to do I've been going to million and one networking events, taking all possible speaking gigs. Uh, I've done so much, did your weekly newsletter, did social media, you know, did all of that, worked 15 hours a day. And yet at home, by that time I had uh, two sons uh, and at home, uh, my husband who's been incredibly supportive, at that time we were close to divorce because he was starting to telling me how selfish I am and I should give it up and it would work out by, by now. So I went through a real, real personal crisis. And it's that personal crisis that got me into now what I call the energetic selling and marketing. Mm -hmm. It uh, happened in one single day in, in one very powerful moment. I don't know if I should share because I'm <laughs> feeling like I'm speaking for too long. But uh, in that moment, um, I in that single moment, I don't need to describe the details and I write about it in length in my book, I got all the clarity I was seeking for years by then. Uh, and the major, and it, it happened literally in a millisecond. And in, in, in that moment, I also understood that I have to come out of my spiritual closet. I, I can no longer um, function or try and run the business as wanting to come across as professional as, as with psychology background. So I'm, I come across incredible. I had to put that on a side yeah. and come out of spiritual closet and merge those two, the tangible business strategies and the spirituality. 
um, which is essentially the, the who we are inside. And that is where energetic selling and marketing was born. And when I started to live it and integrate it into my own life and business, everything changed. Everything changed. Wow. So I have a few questions <laughs> to jump in with. So one, what made you become interested in the psyche to really understand how people are thinking? Um, the honest answer to that is because I wanted to help myself. So when I was living back at home in Slovakia as a teenager, I was um, rather unhappy teenager. Um, uh, didn't have a good relationship with my father, was physically abused and uh, developed confidence issue, uh, eating disorder, you name it. And I wanted to help myself. Um, obviously, I had limited resources as to, or access to professionals, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing I found what incredibly helped me back then is to actually direct attention from helping myself to helping others. So I got involved, I was working as a um, mentor, if you like, for troubled children, where I was helping them through arts and stories. And internal reward it gave me was unbelievable. Plus, uh, as I was helping them, I got better. So that's when I knew, uh, I, this is what I need to do. So that's why I needed to understand how psyche works for myself, but also so I can be uh, the best in my craft, so to speak. So I always like to talk to people about the golden thread of where they've come to where they are today, that it's kind of all of these events have led you to where you are today. And you talked about how that moment, that moment of clarity, and I think people are waiting for this big moment, this big epiphany. Mm -hmm. But I love how you said that clarity came in a moment. That's right. That's right. Do you I remember what you were doing in that moment when it all came Absolutely. Together? Absolutely. So I was seeking, obviously, for like life for, for a while, for, for the longest time, what felt, it felt like, uh, felt to me like, Oh my goodness, my words got muddled. But I was uh, looking for, what am I supposed to do? I got this deep passion for helping others. I know I'm good at what I do. And yet, the, no matter what I do, the clients are trickling. I'm struggling to pay everyday bills. So I was looking for, for the clarity for the longest time. And that piece of clarity came in the, on one sunny day when I was uh, in my garden asking myself the same question, but this question popped into my mind. Lenka, what would you do, and excuse my language, if you didn't give a shit what other people thought of you, and if you didn't give a shit whether it will work out or not? Wow. And I knew immediately everything. And that's probably because I was going, I went beyond my mind, you see? beyond the fears, beyond how I want to be perceived, beyond will this work out, I've got, I need to be safe. I went beyond and I knew immediately. And then of course it took a um, leap of faith on multiple occasions to actually follow that clarity, to implement whatever that insight I got. That's probably the hardest part. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I know I never asked you if there was anything off the table that we couldn't talk about, but I'm going to put it out there and you can let, let me know. It's not uncommon 
that when I speak to women entrepreneurs, that there's times when their spouse, although they are supportive, they'll be like, you've worked on this for so long. Why aren't you getting the results? Maybe you're not working hard enough, or maybe you're not working on the right things. How are you wasting time? Mm -hmm. How did you deal with that? Mm -hmm. Well, initially it had, and I know it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, especially I knew of my husband. It's not like him. He supported me through thick and thin uh, through the first business. So it's not like him. But um, eventually I realized that all he is doing, he is mirroring my own doubts inside of me. That's what he was doing. If I, if I showed up in confident energy, in quotation marks, uh, he wouldn't be able to catch on something. But that's what he was speaking up on. It's not necessarily on the circumstances. He was speaking up on the energy that was coming out of me, the way I expressed myself. Um, so I decided I need to get, this is an invitation to get stronger in my resolve inside and um, believe stronger in my vision and that I can and will and I'm meant to live what is brewing inside of me. Um, so uh, things got better from what I remember fast uh, initially it was without any outside circumstances as my business perhaps didn't just change like that. But of course, eventually the, you know, the, the business changed very much. Uh, but yes, that's what I did. I just took it as, uh, because he's not like that normally. So I knew he must be mirroring something inside of me, which is very common. This, I, I, I teach this, my clients as well. Sometimes, uh, I have clients uh, complaining, oh, I've got my clients, they uh, like my stuff and they follow me on social media, but nobody ever buys or uh, they, they don't want to invest in themselves or, or, or they keep canceling on me or whatever patterns that may be happening in, my, in their businesses. And uh, I've learned along the way that this is exactly other people, including our clients in our business are simply mirroring what is happening inside of us. So it's up to us to break that pattern first and foremost, not to blame others, but right. go inside. So for those people who don't understand the mirroring, because this is a concept that I have been studying for a little while, is to explain to people what is mirroring mm -hmm. and what were some of the first things that you did when you recognized mm -hmm. that this person is mirroring something to me, this is information. Mm -hmm. What did you do moving forward to get break that pattern? Sure. So I think it was Carl Young who was either first or definitely <laughs> took credit for coming out with the idea that a perception is projection. In other words, we cannot perceive something that we not, don't project. So when we react emotionally to something that is being said, um, that is happening outside of ourselves, it is pinpointing or mirroring something that we putting, uh, we are projecting from inside of us. So uh, to explain it, for instance, um, there may be a situation where we have few friends around the uh, table in the restaurant, and the the waitress will come and says something that uh, 
it will be perceived perfectly okay and as a joke or as a compliment or as whatever by all the people, but one person will react to it in a very negative way as it was rude or they, they, they put them down, they belittle them or something like that because uh, that innocent, innocent comment touched something inside of them. So um, this is where, so that's on from psychological uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. From a metaphysical perspective, the way I'm looking at it now from wider perspective is that the whole universe really is create, created from within, as in uh, it's us who give meaning to people, to places, to everything that's happening inside of us, uh, around us. So it's happening first within. So other people always reflect how we uh, are programmed, if you like how we uh, believes that we developed over time and values that we developed over time. So we can look at uh, one person and we can see them in many, many different ways. Equally, we can show up as something and yet we can appear to others as many different ways. So this is where we speak about the mirroring that other people, they're just other people. It's like art on the wall, but the meaning to that relationship is put through us. And everyone is a wonderful teacher to us, everyone. Yeah, I think we have to pay attention to why people come into our lives because Absolutely. no person that comes into your life is there by accident. Absolutely. And you know what, Deborah, one of the, the, the greatest uh, little exercises, and I don't even know where did I learn this, but this changed my life. Uh, I started to look at every single situation that simply evoked some negative emotion in me mm -hmm. that either pressed the button or I got annoyed or whatever kind of negative emotion I experienced. So I took every single uh, one of these experiences and for a month I would, I would sit down that day when I experienced it and sit down and did a journal and wrote about how is this a gift? Mm. How That's is this a powerful. gift? Yes, and what can I take away from it? And this, honestly, this changed my life. This completely changed my life because then we know that every single person, every situation carries huge give, and it doesn't necessarily need to be positive. Like in business, we can learn so much more from our failures than from successes. Um, same in life. And then we feel so much more in control. And then what we find that as we are tuning these perceptions and you know how we think, then the world around us change, change changes. People around us change. Yes. Funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's only because it's changed within and a different projection Absolutely. is happening. Yes, yes. Right. One of my my lessons is. I was in a partnership, but there was no written agreement and it, there was a cost to it. And when I sit back and think about how it was a gift, I realized that I was giving away decision-making power. And then I asked myself to just piggyback onto yours is, so where else in my life am I doing that? And when I realized that it was so empowering because you take back that sense of control of, wow, how, how long have I been doing this to realize that the power within existed all the time? 
right? The, that's incredible. But this is the exact reason why I lost my business too. You know that. Yeah. Yes. I think it's quite, uh, come on. I mean, these experiences are preparing us to do our best work, right? Yes. Yes. And that's why we continue on with that lesson. But you have to learn the lesson yes. first. Absolutely. Otherwise, we'll have those I know. same experiences. I, I thought I learned it. Now yes. we can move on. Yes. <laughs> so I also wanted to ask you, you talked about the accidental entrepreneur and that your family had this idea of something that you were going to be other than what you have become. Yes. And I spoke to some high school students a couple of years ago and I went to interview a few of them in advance. And one of the biggest things that they shared with me is that they were afraid. And that's why I want to have this in the podcast because there's parents listening, mm -hmm. you know, maybe even some kids, but they, it was sad to me to hear that they had trouble expressing to their parents what they truly wanted to do. And I just wanted to know what were you intended to be? Sure. And <laughs> when you say accidental, what made you decide to do an on, become an entrepreneur versus continuing the ranks and moving from McDonald's to say another organization at that level? Mm -hmm. Well, I was meant to be a banker, if you like, or work for yeah. financial institutions. Uh, I studied, that was my secondary school and college. Um, banking and finance and um, then I passed the exam to start the university in, in September again uh, banking and finance mm -hmm. in a capital city and in, it's in that summer uh, that I decided nope <laughs> and the reason I was afraid of my father it was similar I was I was afraid uh, because I've come from very traditional background. Yes. So um, opportunity turned up, you know, to come as an au pair to England. So I just hopped on a bus, took 30 pounds ahead. And that seemed to be the easiest, even though it was a very foolish uh, way out. So, uh, yes, I, I, I do hope it's, it's, and I feel it's changing now um, with current generation of parents. I think, I hope uh, that uh, more and more parents do realize that it's not necessarily about, oh, you've got to have a safe job and accountancy and doctor or whatever, you know, it's about um, a job business or whatever it might be that makes you simply happy. Because if we can, if we are deeply passionate about something, uh, then there is no way we won't succeed in that endeavor. So um, I hope it's changing. I don't know, but yeah. yes, that, that was me. <laughs> so how do we move into using that extraordinary selling, that energetic selling? Because mm -hmm. what, when you tell me about banking, even though that information, you didn't end up being a banker, that information was still valuable to how you sell and do things today but now with a different spin. So it's very interesting, even though it had to do with finance, it had to do with money. You had mm -hmm. to challenge a lot of your own money beliefs with that, I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yes, there, there is a lot to energetic selling and marketing. There are various principles. Um, so I, would, I hope you don't mind to encourage the viewers if they're absolutely. interested in the topic. 
uh, they can get on Amazon the book, Energetic Selling and Marketing. Yeah. But um, the whole idea is to work on our personal energy and how we apply it in five different areas. Um, so when I say personal energy, what it is, is a collection of our beliefs and values and attitudes, perceptions uh, in five different areas. Uh, and that is um, uh, selling, of course, you know, so how we perceive selling for what it is. So for instance, I know uh, from uh, my own experience, but also uh, experience of working with thousands of women entrepreneurs that we uh, very often perceive selling as uh, taken away from people that at the moment of sell is look you know you give me money and i'm going to freak out here you know so we've got internal barriers we create those internal barriers to to sell confidently and sell well so there's just one little example how you know we want to redefine what selling means so we we look at how we apply our energy at selling how we apply our energy at marketing uh how we apply our energy at other people you know so this is where again we, we touched on one principle that everything and everyone is uh, mirroring ourselves so for instance any unhealthy business pattern is first needs to be broken from within otherwise we can apply any strategy we like but the pattern will continue in some shape or form and as well as you already mentioned that deborah you asked yourself where else am i doing this because as we do one thing we do everything and let's say if we get ourselves uh, disrespected or uh, uh, not valued in friendships or intimate relationships then guarantee it will reflect in business too whether it's in charging or how much we price our services whether it's how clients um, uh, continue with ourselves or how they behave while working with us guarantee how we how we function and apply our energy in other areas of our lives it will reflect uh, in our business um, and then of course there's topic of money yes mm -hmm. so it's how we um, again uh, making more money is not <laughs> non-spiritual or not is not selfish or it's horrible and it's also shouldn't be perceived as i need to work work harder uh than if i want to make more money so yes i believe that all of us who are uh, doing what we love no matter what it is have got the right and duty to be financially well rewarded so we look at these areas and we tweak the beliefs and how we perceive things so that when we change it uh, then we still do what we do in a business but you will find that we get results more easily and it's more pleasurable essentially we grow as a people our businesses can never outgrow ourselves that's why it's so important to commit to continuous learning on a regular basis that's right absolutely so absolutely. we talked about journaling asking that question what would you do if you know what what is the gift but also i love when you talked about what, what would, would you do, do if you didn't you didn't care, care <laughs> without right? swearing yes yes and and where else does that show up in my life so we talked about journaling but what would be two other strategies that people could use to actually break the pattern mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um to break the pattern well first and foremost we need to realize the pattern of course Mm -hmm. But uh, when we know 
then we simply can ask ourselves, how can I break? What's the one step I can do, actually do, to break this pattern? So let's say, I'll give you an example that pops to my mind. I uh, once was doing a sales call, um, having a sales conversation with a potential client. And uh, she was... um, speaking about how she wants to run this business, but she's over here now. And so the, the outline, I under, understood I could help her to coach her to get a business she wants. And then it came to uh, coaching fees and my coaching fees are reasonably high. And um, when I stated my fees, she said, you know, uh, Lenka, I'm, I do want to do this. I will do this. But right now, I can't, I don't even have a money for the first payment because I'm waiting for many clients who are late with their payments. Now, it was exact example when, ah, okay, where else is that happening? When you're waiting, when you're waiting, you know? So, so she was clearly, there was a strong pattern happening in her business. And uh, so that, uh, you know, waiting for others, waiting for others. So um, I brought it into awareness and I asked her, uh, you know, do you know how would you want to break that pattern? And she said, yeah, I know exactly what to do. So she, she said, okay, sign me up now. I'm, I'm going to send you some money and I'm going to pay the rest in two weeks. So she couldn't pay the full deposit, but it was like, I'm not waiting. I'm committing or I'm going to do the next step, whatever the next step might be now. And guess what happened? But in, b- before we even started, she got all the payments in and she got the highest month in a business you know, <laughs> before Love we it. even properly started because she broke the pattern. She was no longer waiting. So yes. this is just one example. It can be applied in any area of life uh, as long as we're able to, able to identify the pattern and then we ask, what is that one thing I can do? The only thing is guarantee it's going to take us out of our comfort zone. Because all that we want, really, the bigger ourselves, the better lives, the more fulfilling relationships, the better bodies, the more successful businesses, is always outside of what we're used to. So uh, it will force us to go into the unknown, perhaps to take some risk or do something uncomfortable, have that tough conversation, speak up for ourselves, whatever it might be. So it's important to do that anyway. So very powerful. Very powerful. Thank you for sharing that, Linka. So when you think about when you started to take risk, is there anything that you tell yourself? Do you have a mantra or do you have that self-talk that you do before you take that leap of faith? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, my mantra is anything is possible and it means so much to me. Now, I'm not sure if all the listeners can relate to this, but What I understand now, and this is what helped me to use the courage muscle a lot more and therefore grow my business and get better in every shape or form so much quicker, is that that calling, desire, whatever is it inside of us, uh, potential, if you like, we take it as it's something intangible that might or might not happen, that it's something intangible perhaps in the future. And I now take that as it's not in the future, it's in now, 
and it's not intangible. It's perfectly valid, as valid as my body, as this chair I'm sitting on. It's perfectly valid. And the reason why I want it, why I feel that physical sensation of desire is because the life wants to express itself through me like, this, like that right now. That's the way how it, it was, wants to express through me. So I've got to believe that it's completely valid and all I've got to do is to accept it. To accept it and go with the flow, so to speak, meaning I've got to trust. I've got to trust that I've got to take that step and the next step and the next step. Many of those steps will take me into unknown, but I've got to trust that this is real. No matter what my circumstances are right now, that potential is not intangible idea. It's showing us who we really are if you're willing to accept it. So when people, I think this is a thing that I, I recognize as well is that acceptance of self that you indeed truly have everything that you need. And I know in creating six and multiple six figure online launches, integrating through a few mindset tricks um, through mindset, this is really applicable when you're taking risks there are mindset things that you can be doing, whether it be in your marketing, whether it be in video. What are some of the mindset tricks that you use to really focus in on knowing that you're going to have that success? Sure. Now, I don't know if it's a mindset trick as such, but I, I call it pra practice. Okay. So I have got one almost religious, like I do it. I would be lying if I said every day, but I do it almost every day. And uh, so do my many clients. And it's so simple. And whether it's for launches, whether it's for whatever. And that is emotionally connect with the outcome of that which I want. Number one. So whether I do it through visualization or I go for a walk and I kind of pretend I'm already that woman who has that, uh, whether it's through journaling, whatever, it, whatever way it is, but we want to connect emotionally. So we feel that emotion of that outcome that we want for, flowing through our body. And then when we have that, it can be just a few minutes, it can be 10 minutes, it can be five minutes, doesn't matter. And then when we feel that, this is when we ask ourselves, that's the second part of the practice, what is my part in this? Meaning we invite our intuition to do its work. I strongly believe we have got the intuition. We, we know everything we need to know to get where we want to get. We just got to listen. So uh, in early days, when I was building my online business, I would literally every day put my uh, stopwatch for three minutes. And after I emotionally connected with that, which I wanted, I would start the stopwatch and for three minutes i would just sit there in silence with one question on my mind what's my part in this meaning is there something i need to do or not do and i would then jot down the ideas so sometimes i would have plenty of ideas sometimes i would get nothing but it doesn't matter we've got to listen because more we listen more that intuitive guidance will expand and i promise you i promise you as long as we are connecting with that uh, emotional outcome, positive outcome, listening and actually applying to the dot that intuitive guidance, this is the fastest path to get what we want. That's my point of view and I strongly, strongly believe it. <laughs> yeah. 
So it makes me think about when people talk about meditation and I've heard people say, you know, it's so hard to clear my mind. It's so mm -hmm. hard to just sit in silence, but I love how you talk about, you know, just three minutes thinking about one question that you want the answer to. I think that it's easier to focus on one question and just let those ideas percolate sometimes than having a clear mind completely, yes. right? Versus coming from a place of wanting the answer. That's right. That's right. You know, I get it. You know, I'm exactly the same. My mind is very active, like all of us, right? And yeah. I, I actually don't like, you know, the sitting down and do nothing, you know? Yeah. And yet I know, I, I, I strongly believe my, by now because I've lived that experience that uh, the, the biggest clarity, insights, money-making ideas, impact-making ideas, it really comes from place of beyond the thoughts. So, so yeah. beyond our minds. So we've got to do it, even if it's, it doesn't have to be half an hour meditation, it's not even 20 minutes. We just want to calm our mind for a little bit mm -hmm. uh, and connect with that which we want and then listen. Three minutes is enough. I think I'm, I'm going to give that a shot because um, <laughs> I talk to people and I tell them that I've gone to three yoga classes. Uh -huh. each, each time getting a little bit better, but I get to a point that I'm like, oh, this is, I can't be in this space of slowness. Yes. It, I'm a person of endurance, so yes. I'd rather have many points of transition and uh -huh. my, my brain is always firing. So when I'm in yoga, I just feel like I want to run out of the room. <laughs> so they tell me that it's probably good for me if I continue to go and I'm like, you know, I'm a tri I like triathlon, right? Because you have that transition. Yes. It's more of a metaphor for my life than getting to the place of yoga. And three minutes, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> so I yeah, it's achievable, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yes. exactly. And then I can stretch <laughs> it a little bit longer getting those answers. But we're almost to the end of this interview. Um, but I also wanted to talk to you about the seven keys that you have selling out high-level offerings with ease. I know that that makes people nervous when they think high level. Um, and if you're really wanting to get to the next yes. level, you really got to pay attention to today's interview with Lenka because she's given you such valuable nuggets about energetic selling, but also be able to put yourself in the mindset that it already is. So Lenka, if you can touch on those seven keys or some of those keys for us, that would be fantastic. I will very briefly because I'm aware we're running out of time. So first and foremost, high-level offerings are not evil. You know, high-level offerings are good for clients too. No matter uh, what we sell, there will be roughly 20% of our audience that do want to do things quicker in a more focused and customized way or in a more VIP luxury way. And um, the high-level uh, investment it means for the client that they also uh, their commitment level goes right up <laughs> so you get very very committed and good clients uh, when you transition to or, or introduce also high-level offerings so um, to sell high-level offerings or any offerings really I just jotted down uh, the the seven keys that will help or some of the if you like things that are always pinpoint to clients ah attend this attend this attend that so first and foremost, it's, it's got to be outcome oriented. Clients are not interested in process. They're interested in outcome. 
Meaning, uh, I always use the example of relationship coaches, it's just easy. So if relationship coaches um, are helping clients to attract soulmate or, or find loving relationship, this is what clients want. They're not interested in self-love. We know self-love is <laughs> so important in order to find the soulmate, but our ideal clients do not go to sleep worrying about, oh, I need more self-love, I need more self-love. No, they want to be loved. So that high-level offering needs to be outcome-oriented. We need to present it in a way that clients understand and they truly want. The, the how will come in a subtext and in the, in the actual program. Um, uh, secondly, we uh, want to define very strongly who is our what I call five-star clients. And this is not just a simple uh, marketing uh, avatar exercise, but I want to know uh, exactly how they think. So what are their qualities and what are the qualities that I will not accept because if I did, I wouldn't be able to do my best work or I would feel that uh, energies, I'm losing energy. I'm, I'm, my energy is being drained when I'm working with them. So we've got to be a really selfish and defined clients only when uh, uh, that will help us to do our best work in a way that is completely fulfilled, uh, that we're completely fulfilled. But also the other, si other side of the coin is we've got to go through that list that we defined. I expect this from my clients. I expect this of my clients and that of my clients. We want to make sure that we're perfect match to it. We cannot, because we cannot accept other, other people to do something that we don't do ourselves, right? And this can be little but very powerful transformative exercise uh, as well. And of course, we also want to know their, what, what is their pain points and uh, what is it that they truly want. And then we position that uh, in our marketing, we position that high level offering. So it's clearly understandable. It's obvious that uh, the, uh, the Deborah, you know, my service provider will help me to get rid of this pain and it will help me to get this solution because oftentimes it's just missing um, um, from what I'm observing. Um, so that's number three and four together because one, we've got to be the match to the client and then we've got to make it really, really obvious uh, what are the, how we're on what pains are we uh, helping to solve and what solutions we bring. And I just want to touch on that real quick, Lenka. Mm -hmm is that you want to make sure that people are the right fit. You're not going to work with everyone, otherwise you're going to be banging your head <laughs> against Absolutely. the wall. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know, and we can. The people thought, yeah, but where will I find those clients? No, those clients are already around us, right? There are seven and a half billion people, maybe more now, on the planet. So we've got each seven and a half thousand, one in a million clients seven and a half thousand so we've got to be selfish we've got to be selfish and we're connected we're connected through now it's only three and a half degrees of separation anyway so we, it's not about where are they we just got to be connecting we've got to be putting ourselves out there um yes so so then number four we want to bring into uh, this offering but also when we're selling selling it or launching it or whatever we're doing um, energy of certainty and what I mean is this is this is what truly sells is the emotion behind that offering so I always ask my client 
ask yourself when you write a piece of marketing materials, when you are on that live stream, when you do make the pitch, ask yourself, how do I make my client feel? Because if uh, we make them feel even a little bit confused, that's a barrier to buying. If we make them feel hopeful, inspired, I can, I trust you, then that's, then that's uh, definitely, you know, it will encourage them to say yes. So uh, I teach my clients to do the work before, to be completely mentally, uh, emotionally ready for selling it out. But we've got to bring energy of certainty to every aspect uh, of the selling that offer out. Number five, <laughs> empower, don't save. What I mean by it, and again, I write about it more in length in a book, this is a big one for women. We, in each of us, uh, we're playing this, um, there is one archetype, uh, devouring mother archetype, and it's playing out still very strongly for us women, as in, uh, yes, we wanna take care of our family, but then we wanna take care of everyone, including our clients. So we often treat them like children. Oh, you can't afford it, no problem. Let me invent 12 months long, 24 months long payment plan and you pay me this little what you can afford me because I want to help you. Let me, uh, let me be there for you any time of the day with the support uh, because I want to help you. We want to do it for them. And as much, and you know, I did this for so long. I think many of us, because we want to help. But the truth is we cannot help others by saving them because we're also robbing them of opportunities to, to unleash what is inside of them. So yeah. we will do much better if we empower them, meaning we stay up on that hill that we climbed already and we shine the light and inspire them to walk their walk they way upwards. Uh, so in pricing the offering, in the structure of offering, so we do not overgive, we often overgive as women and uh, things like that. Uh, number six, let your intuition guide you throughout. When we create that offering, when we sell that offering, honestly, I could talk about this for a whole day, but our intuition knows exactly what we're supposed to do to sell those offerings really, really easily. Uh, and number seven is really simple, but it's perhaps the nice way to close it. Sell daily. This is so simple, but you know what? Back in the days when I was trying to rebuild my business and I thought I did everything I could uh, to build my business, no, because I didn't actually ask people this simple question. I can help you with that. Would you like to talk about it? Huh? I didn't, I didn't give invitation to actually talk to me because I thought, well, I'm sure if they uh, liked what I have, they'll come. Uh-uh, we've got to sell we've got to give opportunity to uh -huh. say yes or no <laughs> i love it give everybody the opportunity to say yes with yes. the right fit absolutely <laughs> That's absolutely awesome. yes or no yes awesome this has been a phenomenal interview Linka. i am so grateful that you came on the show i have one last question for you before you share with everyone how they can stay in touch with you get your book um, I'm going to make sure I have your book because it sounds very powerful. Um, my last question for you is what does living rich from the inside out mean to you? It means to me waking up with a purpose that I know what I came here to do to this world. I can do so waking up with a purpose and, uh, freedom to spend time with people I love and in a way that I choose. Yes. 
That's all connected, amazing. right? <laughs> That's amazing. All right, please share with us, Lenka. This is your time to let everyone know how they can connect with you, how they can stay in touch with you and even work with you. Absolutely. Well, I have a website, lenkalutonska.com, which uh, currently is going through overhaul. I see do again and again. Uh, still, uh, lenkalutonska.com. My email address is love, L-O-V-E, at lenkalutonska.com. Uh, and the best place to perhaps um, connect with me is on Facebook. I have got quite large Facebook community, uh, a group. Uh, it's called Freaking Amazing Women. Gentlemen are welcome too, <laughs> as long as you're, you know, you're ready to, I, I will call you gorgeous. But this is where I network with, with, uh, with many wonderful people and uh, give lots of free trainings, et cetera, et cetera. So that's probably the best place to connect. Excellent. And we'll have all your social media links here on um, the YouTube video as well. They can find that information when we put it out for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the Millionaire Woman Show. It has been a pleasure and I look so forward to meeting you in person one day. I know we're uh, across time zones right now, but this has been such a treat. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening in and viewing the Millionaire Woman Show. Again, phenomenal nuggets of information from Lenka. And she has that book, Energetic Selling and Marketing. You're going to want to get your hands on that book. This interview has been just mind-blowing. And uh, in the words of her community, freaking amazing. So <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, I would also love for you to go over to my website, subscribe. You'll get your three-part video series of Making Habits Stick so that you can create consistent habits. But like Lenka said, you're going to do those actions selling daily. It's those consistent habits that really, really make the difference. And while you're listening in, please subscribe and rate and review the podcast on our show. Give us a five-star high five, email Lenka or myself. Let us know what you loved about the show. This is how we really improve the show for you and share it with your friends, colleagues, anyone that you feel that could be using this today, you could be changing someone's life. As Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, make today great. Thank you, everyone.